Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Joel McGalnick. He's the founder and redesigner and chief at North and West. Joel, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Kelsey. Yeah, excited to have you. So, Joel, why don't you start and tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. So again, like you said, my name is Joel McGalnick. I am the founder of a company called North and West. And um, if you heard that title, Redesigner in Chief, um, like I like I told you before we got on the call, Kelsey, I, I like to have a little bit of fun. Um, where North and West comes from and this idea of Redesigner in Chief comes from is from my long history um, in many areas, including um, in the early days of the web as a web developer, to spending about 12 years as a journalist and then working in marketing and user experience, but all of that with sort of an eye on design differentiation um, and really helping companies that I work with, people that I work with, kind of take a second look at who they are and where they wanna be going and what they wanna be. And so um, all of that came together in this company that I now call North and West, which, really is a way for companies that are struggling with their value proposition to really refocus and um, use that refocusing to recenter their efforts, make sure that they're meeting the needs of their customers, that their customers understand them. And then from there, really find opportunity using the the focus that they've got. Hmm. And how do you, how do you do that? Oh gosh, it's a, it's a process <laughs> um, as it probably should be. Um, so I really, through working with a number of clients, um, not just in the value proposition space, but also through um, doing things like marketing um, content strategy and um, other strategic efforts of developing this methodology. Um, one of the reasons that I came to this idea about value proposition is that a number of companies that I was working with didn't really have a great understanding of what it is that they do. And so from there, I, you know, I came up with the idea for this consulting practice. And so I work with my clients through this methodology. A lot of it is um, really sort of level setting so they can visualize where they are at uh, this moment in time. And from there, um, working with them really one-on-one -on -one with the leadership, but also working with people inside their company and if possible, some of their customers as well to really get a holistic understanding of what they're about. Hmm. And I'm curious because someone once said to me, actually in another podcast interview, that you can't cross the line if you don't know where the line is. So do you think that's one of the important parts of having a value proposition is to know what you're working towards? Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. That, like, I, I don't think you can do it without having that base knowledge. Hmm. Um, you know, as far as just setting goals for yourself, if you don't know what the, you know, just the basic understand, have that basic understanding of what you're trying to do, then it's really hard to do that goal setting and to reach that finish line. 
I imagine too, as companies evolve and change and grow and scale, a lot of the work that they do often changes as well. So do you find that you tend to work with companies that are just getting started or companies that are like at that point where they've grown and they've scaled and they said, whoa, let's take a step back. Let's revisit that. I actually consciously try to work with companies that have been around for a while, maybe 10, 15 years minimum. And the reason for this uh, is twofold. One, I have um, come, I, I come from sort of that startup and uh, technology background. I've been a part of a number of startups. I know how little money a lot of these startups have, but also I, I understand that when younger entrepreneurs are really starting to get something launched, um, given the education that they have, given that the environments that they're in, um, they it's almost feels like it's embedded in the DNA of startup culture to think about value proposition. When we're talking about these more legacy companies, a lot of them got started because they, you know, somebody had an idea and they decided to pursue it. And there, there was less technological overhead. There was less of a need to compete on a global scale as opposed to a local scale. Um, actually, a conversation I was having with somebody yesterday, we were talking about how during COVID, um, that differentiating yourself based on geography um, due to COVID really no longer exists mm -hmm. because anybody can do business anywhere. Um, and so, you know, 10, 15 years ago, that really wasn't so much of an issue. Um, and it's entirely possible, too, that leadership in a company now um, maybe inherited the business or took over um, the business from its founders or a long line of founders. And somewhere along that line, the reason for that business existing got lost. And so, you know, they might continue manufacturing a widget or an, I, I hate to use that word widget. It just, it feels so ancient, but <laughs> you know, they're, they're building something, they're providing a service. It's the service they provided for years and years and years. They don't know why they've, uh, you know, they do it this way, but they've always done it this way. But now there's that realization that change needs to happen. Mm -hmm. And so those are the companies that I feel need the, often need the most help. And sometimes come to that realization like, oh, wow, the world's passing us by. We need, we need help. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you're talking about really setting that baseline and refocusing on the fundamentals of the organization, then where do you go? So from there, it ends up being a lot of talking, a lot of discussion, um, interviewing, and we going from that point of setting that baseline, it's really kind of creating that understanding of these are the directions that your company can go. Um, understanding what your value proposition is means at its most basic level, ensuring that the value that the services or products that you provide meet the needs and expectations of your customers. And so a lot of that is doing assessments with them of who, who is your customer today? Who do you want your customer to be? And then really landing on those answers of, um, you know, who, who should, who should the customer be? How should we be changing, updating, upgrading, um, the products that we sell, um, or figure out, do we need to pivot? And then from there, uh, another thing that we can move into 
is something called category design. Mm -hmm. And this is a relatively new concept, but the idea is that every company needs to differentiate itself from other companies. Um, Some of the examples I think about here are like with marketing agencies, for example, is that, um, you know, even in the city where I live, Edmonton, Alberta, um, I'm up in Canada, um, there are tons and tons of marketing agencies here. And it might be difficult from a surface level to understand why is the work that one agency is doing different from the work of another agency. And so to be able to figure out how do I differentiate that or how can I focus or specialize in one particular area and own that category, that's the idea about category design is designing that category that um, you know maybe doesn't exist before or didn't exist before or creates something entirely brand new. And from there, making every other agency follow you um, to wherever that goes. And so, you know, that the the I think I would say the final the final part of a, an engagement would be if they feel like they need it, work with that client to invent their category and mm-hmm. really jump ahead of competition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to your point of competition, there are other, you know, companies, agencies out there that do the work that North and West is doing. So talk mm-hmm. to me a little bit about how you're really able to differentiate yourself in, in the market. Yeah, sure. So I, I've actually spoken to a number of um, people who work in various marketing agencies and um, you know other types of consulting companies. And oftentimes when they're talking about value proposition, they're really thinking about this from a marketing perspective. And where North and West is different is that we really take a holistic look at the business. So yes, we do look at market position, um, your who you're targeting, those particular segments, but we're also really looking at the entire business. So what are you doing as a company to make sure that your employees are on board with the direction that you're taking? But And also, do your employees understand what it is that you do? Mm-hmm. And so helping with, with education, mm-hmm. in essence. Mm-hmm. The, um, you know, the next part of this is really looking at the customer and um, helping them understand any sort of mismatch between the customer expectations and desires and the products and services offered. So I would say those two areas really do uh, create that differentiation. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And, you know, obviously another differentiation point is you, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, great, to, great to have. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm curious to pick your brain a little bit in here. Are there any, um, you know, whether whether it's common misconceptions or, you know, misinformation that's kind of floating out there in regards to not necessarily what North and West does, but in the industry in general and really the importance of value prop. Is there anything that you would want to kind of refute when when we have the opportunity right now? Um, just as far as, you know, what what is value proposition or? Um, just in yeah. general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, in general. Yeah, I would say that you know, some some misconceptions that I've spoken with uh, people about as far as value proposition goes is uh, just understanding what value proposition is. Um, because a lot of times people might conflate that with the idea of mission, vision, and values, for example. Uh, I think mission, vision, values, and spending some time, not 
um, weeks or years that I've heard some companies have done on doing this, um, it is hugely important because you do need to know who you are, where you're going, what you aspire to. But the value proposition is very different from that because it's less about who, who are we as a company and more about how do we present ourselves to the world and make sure that we are meeting the needs of the people that we're trying to serve. I think that's a really interesting point. And I think that's, you know, a really great catch that my team is going to going to love to hear. So, you know, Joel, I think this has been, you know, a really great conversation as we start to wrap up. Is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with either about North and West, about the industry in general, about value prop? Yeah. So I would say that um, in particular, small and medium-sized businesses may often struggle with their value proposition the most because they are so busy trying to get their work done that it's really challenging for them to take a step back and look at the forest as opposed to just the trees to overuse a cliche. So um, I I think it's really important for leadership in these smaller companies to actually take that step back and really ask that question of, what is it that we can do to um, make sure that we are meeting our customers' needs, but at the same time become a much more efficient company so we're not spinning our wheels? So I actually have the time to take step backs on occasion. I actually spoke with an entrepreneur very recently who works with his team on value proposition on a regular basis. And you know, they some of the things that they discuss is not just what is it that we do but what are the problems that we solve? And so when we're talking about value proposition, going back to not just the things that we sell, the, the, you know, the products that we build, but why do we do this? Um, for this particular company, they manufacture building products, but their value proposition is productivity and that they save contractors and subcontractors so much time and effort. So having the ability to um, have somebody come in and help them take that step back means that they don't have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important is having, you know, a resource and a partner like North and West to be able to mm-hmm. assist in that journey. Absolutely. So Joel, how can we find you? Um, you can get a hold of me in two ways. First, you can go to my website, norththenwest.com. Uh, two THs there in a row. So uh, don't get confused by that. You can email me, Joel, J-O-E-L, at norththenwest.com. Or you can find me on LinkedIn, um, Joel McGalnick, and uh, you'll find the spelling of my name in the show notes. Well, Joel, this has been a fantastic conversation, super enlightening. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, you know, about value proposition, the importance, the difference between mission, vision, and values and value prop. I think that's, you know, a really important differentiation. Um, And I really just appreciate you being on Business Ninjas today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Great to have you. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E dot I-O, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.